Hey guys, Jimmy here with just a quick PSA for everyone out there. As I stated before, early on in the show, I wanted to make sure I had all the audio cleaned up, hopefully by episode five being this episode. And of course, you know, being myself, I committed a the worst blunder and did a save over my original audios and didn't actually clean it up as best as I could. And I couldn't go back to my original save to restart it. So this is probably my bumpiest one right at the end. But after starting to work on episode six, I can say going forward, it should all be better. Little charity keep up idea is if you're enjoying the show, tell a friend about it. Just somebody know, just say, hey, listen to GoonQuest. That's probably the biggest thing we could do right now is share the show with someone and say, yeah, it's a little rough at first, but uh, just like rocks, it's they're a little rough, but eventually they become not rocks. That's that's my brain for you. Okay, bye. GoonQuest is a Dungeons & Dragons role-playing podcast containing both crude and sensitive humor, with occasional references to things like drugs. Content warnings can be found in the description. In the land of Inthria, what quandary might our heroes face this week? Guess what? What's the... Goon Quest. Welcome back to Goon Quest, everyone. My name is Jimmy, and I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master in this world of my own creation. Uh, Goons, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Goon number one. My name is Joey from Texas, and I'm playing the level three human wizard, Plato. Um, Plato actually, fun fact, hopes to be a father one day. He's always wanted to be a dad. Um, he also has big aspirations of being a wizard, so uh, it might be something he wants to do that he just won't get the opportunity to, but um, he's holding on to that dream yeah, as long what, as he can. Is Has he already started thinking about baby names, despite he hasn't found another partner to... Uh, he He's a big believer of, like, in the moment, he'll know. When the child's born. <laughs> yeah, whenever he looks upon his visage, he will know. Can I clarify which uh, which thing will he not be able to do? Become a father or become a wizard? Yeah, he is, wizard is number one. Okay, um, okay. A father can happen he become, in there. If he becomes a wizard mm -hmm. and he can't find a partner, is he just going to like magic babies awake like into existence? Um, I don't know if he'll have the resources to do that. Sounds like he want to be a very good wizard if he couldn't. Well, I just don't think it's very ethical. On his <laughs> oh, no. We've got the ethical question, <laughs> yeah. creating magic babies. Sounds like the plot of a B movie. <laughs> Like the B movie? Or? No, no, no like, nope, like, yeah, the B movie. No, the, the B movie. Yeah, really, really okay. rewatch. Well, according to all laws of aviation. While, but, uh... yeah, oh, right. hi, I'm uh, I'm Jaden. I'm goon number five. I'm playing Ithquant Letney, a paladin. Uh, fun fact about Ithquant: uh, one day he'll be forced to retire and take over the clan. And um, typically, you tend to dread that. Uh, but also, fun parts about that is he has to find a wife first, and uh, you know, there's restrictions on what that can be. So uh, he has his life kind of set out for him. He doesn't really have any options on what he gets to do and whatnot. This yeah. is the most free he'll ever be. There's got to be like three other like available suitors in his village too, right? They're pretty. They're I mean, not a there's crazy. There's probably quite a, a, at least three, right? It's like it's not big. It's not that small. Um, but more likely than not, I mean, he'll probably try to find someone like outside of the village just to bring in more you know new blood. Mm, okay. Okay. 
My name's Alec. I'm playing the monk Adris. I'm goon number two. And fun fact about Adris, he has a strange desire to wrestle a goat. Or so, like a ram. Like, because he looks at them and it's like he has nothing against them, but his hands would fit perfectly around their horns. So why wouldn't he want to? Is it because they can run up walls better than you? For now. Oh, yeah, for now. Ooh. For now. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I was thinking back. There's another <laughs> fun fact. You have no, like, Adris does not fear animals. He also wants to fight a goat. Yes. It's just, Him and animals. He's though. on an animal theme right now. And he wants to befriend a bear. And he wants to befriend a bear. It's crazy. There's a lot of animals near the order. He's got a big animal affinity. Yeah. Have you considered becoming a druid? Why would he use magic? You already do that. No, I don't. Not intentionally. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Have you considered Nuh-uh. becoming uh-huh. a sorcerer? <laughs> Taken. I you kind can't. of am already. It's, it's, it's taken. taken. It's taken. <laughs> All right. Thank you. My name's Samuel Ellisor, uh, aka Little Goon, and I play Borvik, the Black Dog Smokestone, the Dwarven Sorcerer. And, and fun fact about Borvik, he does not want to be a dad, but is very looking forward to being the fun criminal uncle for Plato's kids. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Here, here's how you make a prison ship. Exactly. <laughs> it's how you make a sock base. <laughs> I I don't know. Is that even a bad influence to you? Is that a bad influence to your children? No, look, they gotta they gotta be rough around the edges, you know. Plato doesn't want no bitch. Yeah, your <laughs> your bad uncle just have to be like being super nice and stuff. <laughs> like always brush your teeth. They say Plato's bad so uncle. Angry. I said fun Can criminal I take them uncle. On camping trips, Plato. I encourage it. Yay. And leave them. <laughs> that's what you do. You throw them out into the wilderness. It'll be like, you know, negative 30 degrees. And uh, you see if they can come back home in time. Tie them in a sack. Throw them in the lake. See if they can get out. Exactly. And if they don't, then they're just not worthy. Classic tradition. Can I cook for them every Thursday? You know what? This is actually working out really well for Plato. He doesn't have to be around. He can can do his wizard stuff, and y'all are good. He's got like four pseudo dads. Really looking forward to being an absent father. (laughs) Look, Plato's son. You just gotta do the right he has thing. Yeah, name, okay? motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. That's true. Fair enough. Uh, hello, I am James, also known as uh, Good Number Goonies. I haven't seen that movie. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, I'll you be nailed playing. It. That's what they do. Oh, hey guys, true. everyone can join us for our watch party. Of Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I haven't seen it. I'm Apparently, sure it's got I've Josh Brolin in I'm it, pretty so sure that's I've why. Shown you Goonies. No, you have it. Live streaming on our fact. Patreon. Whoa. Ooh. I would never make a Patreon. I'd only make a Goontreon. A Goontreon. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, I'm playing the level three human ranger, Veralden Derrickson. And uh, fun fact about Veralden, uh, he's been sending a couple letters to Regina every now and again. Um, because, you know, let's love his life right Yeah, there. Regina Sharp, the uh, Caltican, which is like a bird type person. They've got like the wings yeah. on their arms and stuff. And you've been sending... You know. letters to her yeah are you just asking how she is and yeah yeah you know your average your average you know hey how's it going yeah and she hasn't responded at all well right? yeah but it, because it's doubtful that the first letters even got there yet it's been like i don't actually it's been like brain. five months uh, i'm sure she just hasn't received it she's very busy <laughs> yeah yeah everyone yeah. keeps like put it up as hope <laughs> and you're in- don't worry bro i'm sure she'll write back any well, day now to be fair it would be like 
fuck where are we going who knows maybe there's just a random metal bird that's been taking all your letters (laughs) (laughs) that's a reference that's a reference no one will get (laughs) no way where the fuck are we going again it's been a minute You guys are in Imrith currently. You guys were kind of heading in the direction of Ferthia. Yeah. yeah, Because you're kind of wanting to uh, at least pass news on to the fact that there was a dragon that had attacked attacked with a K. Yeah. So the letter would be like routed back to Ferthia. We haven't gotten there yet. So like the return address would be Ferthia. Okay. So you're hoping there's a bunch of letters waiting there for you. At least one. Okay. (laughs) It's one letter. It's just I. (laughs) <laughs> i hey mix signals what? What? <laughs> it's just a bag that's like slightly damp and it just says get in <laughs> i mean, problem is he would do it yeah it wouldn't be the first time uh yes in there brother the, some drowned kittens. the two of them definitely have like a interesting relationship having one doing a lot with dealing a lot with drugs and you dealing a lot with being opposed to people that deal with drugs yeah but I mean, it's a forbidden romance. <laughs> it's it's like the Flashpoint Batman Joker, you know? Is it? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. All right, guys. Um, I mean, if we were married and our son died and she went batshit crazy, I also went bat, literal batshit again, crazy. Not yet. No, Not yet. Not it yet. hasn't happened yet. Let's go ahead and uh, get started then. So, since Samuel was absent in the last session, see, he, uh, we did a little brief recap for him. Where we last left off, the goons found out that they had won the Winter Winds race and divided the money largely in favor of Twig and Crud. <laughs> Which is bullshit. And the party immediately moved to their next task at hand. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so hot here. Oh man, it's so hot in here. Let me just uh, make myself a bit more comfortable. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, Casey. Just give it up. <laughs> just hold We broke him. Just, we win. We Session's win. over, everyone. We can head home. We won the officially the table. Sit the fuck down. Hey, we did. We made him leave the table. This is officially the second time. This oh. one was a group effort. Guys, I'm I not. Know. I'm trying. I'm trying not to laugh. The party immediately had moved to their next task at hand, going towards the mind fog, which turned out to be the gibbering mouther which is a very classic Dungeons and Dragons creature that has a bunch of eyes and mouths all over it, faces of victims that it uh, has claimed. And the party was able to dispose of it, only to begin their return back to the town. However, spirits were a little bit dampered in this time, as while the combat was deadly to some cases, it wasn't necessarily the best outcome for everyone. Uh, Plato, in the event, also nearly dying in this case. Uh, getting a big chunk bitten out of him. Uh, not enough to scar you or anything after some magical healing, but... Yeah, you gotta oh, yeah. stop doing that. That magic stuff's really working, though. Please, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we really, like, covered, like, when you take a certain amount of damage, like, nothing in Dungeons & Dragons says, like, you get scarred by anything. 
I think it's like if you get hit pretty hard, though, we should logic that maybe there's a scar. So oh, yeah, you get a nat 20 Yeah, you get like nat 20 hard. Maybe you guys come up with it. I, rather, I don't want to like scar your characters. Maybe if you want to <laughs> scar your character. Yeah. Um, unless it's really, really good. Unless I want to fucking cut your arm off. Also, but... Plato, <laughs> stop dying. Huh? Then also, Plato, please stop dying. I, I'm trying. I've been in two fights with you. You died in both. I'm times. sorry. I've... Hey, Plato. Yes. Keep dying. No, <laughs> you got this. <laughs> Where's your mind? What team are you on? <laughs> Keep doing what I'm doing. Okay, it's working. Apparently, precisely. It it oh, really wait. isn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. Have we lost a fight yet? We've lost a magical artifact. What magical artifact? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, oh, oh the, good though. The I mean, yeah, but we won the fight. So, like, he's a low level wizard. His job is to cast some spells and probably die during combat. He could cast some spells and not die during combat. Hey, I don't feel like I'm asking for much. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, just just roll bad when you attack the wizard, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Let me let me just give a practice one. It was an eighteen. <laughs> Good start. Gotta get out. It was. System. I did roll the black dice just so you guys know. The, the, <laughs> this one cursed dice I own that seems to murder. It does more than it should. The one person that wasn't present at the time for our last session. Yes, Samuel. As you look back backwards. Uh, it was Borovic. Uh, Borovic had been through a little bit of a, or a lot with that race and had agreed more than anything to reside back with Twig and Crud with Father David back at the church uh, within the town. Now, Borovic, back where you, uh, back with Twig and Crud, what have you been doing up with, uh, what have they been doing with you? I've been teaching the ins and outs of poker. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Sitting at a table in a church uh, with Twig and Crud. Crud looking at you, uh, very uh, very gleaming eyes. He's taking a shine to you. He likes your hammer just as much as uh, you like his little stick and rock at the end of it, uh, with no rope attaching it at all. Uh, and Twig seems to be a little despondent in this time. She seems to be getting a little nervous over everything, so it's definitely giving a little bit of a reprieve for her. As uh, she kind of looks up to you during this time and uh, starts asking some questions. Where did the rest of everyone go to? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) So what do I do with this card as she shows you her card? Well, first of all, uh, you're going to want to keep that to yourself. Oh, Oh, okay, okay. And now here, and this is where you'll either take the pot or you'll get fucked. This is the river. All right, all right, River. Now? Like the one outside? Yes, more or less. Now, are you going to bet or check? Oh, uh, I'm going to put... She puts her big check on the table. I'll go all in. All right. Um, Given that you just showed me your cards, you don't have anything. Oh. And I, I wouldn't have done that. Oh, okay. What do I do now, then? Well, you fold. And then do I take my money back? <sighs> Let's play something else. <laughs> <laughs> you see uh, Crud picks up his uh, stick and rock and runs and hits it into one of the pews and uh, breaks one of the legs. He's like, yeah. Now that's a good game. <laughs> you see, you see the you see Father Data come out like, uh, please, uh, let's not break the pews in mm. the church. 
These people sit there every day. Do you have anything we can break? Uh, he kind of looks around for a second. Yes, uh, just out back over here, and he takes you guys out to the back, and they have a bunch of, like, little urns. He's like, just go ahead and break these. They're not priceless at all. They're, they're just decorative. But it's your creative spirit I would like to encourage, so please break them. Please. I, I hand crud my old hammer. Like, okay. <laughs> go to town, little one. You see he holds the hammer over his head and it kind of drops him back a little bit and then he runs forward and just drops it down. I'll have him make a little attack roll. And he, he rolls a 10. Uh, you see he smashes it down on one of the urns and you see uh, Father David just twinges a little bit. He's like, yep, someone did make that. And this is a new transition of this piece into something new. It is evolving into something new. This is impressive positiveness. <laughs> <clears throat> I love the church. <laughs> I love the way you, you have expressed yourself, Crud. Now, if you would like to express yourself more, maybe you can keep hitting that one. Oh, no, you're going for the other ones now. Okay. Okay. Um, and you see Crud running around. He's spinning it above his head. Just, yeah, and he's spinning it around. And you see he just basically knocks vases off all over the place. I'm going to pick up a small vase. Like, Crud, think fast. <laughs> you see uh, he turns... Tries to turn in this moment. It just literally back to back tens. And he's just in time to respond. He turns and hits the vase open and it just bursts everywhere. And he's like, and the uh, Father David's like, well, I guess this is just the shattered, yep, shattered grounds. And you guys have created something new with all of this, all of this pottery. Well, I guess, you know, I'll just tell everyone in the pottery classes that they don't need to come back. It's this is a transformation. I'd like to apologize to everyone who can't see what I see right now as they make hand motions for every swing. Because <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, you, you guys continue to break some of these vases for a while and work up a sweat. And uh, even just to encourage your guys' uh, expressions, Father David brings out just drinks for you guys and just uh, keeps you guys company. Um, you see Twig has sat down. Uh, and starts and looks like she's got a little journal out and she's writing like figuring out her speech a little more um just keeping to herself more than anything she's definitely worked up a bit of her nerves um but other than that we'll transition back over to the forest where the four other members and bookie are uh so the five other members yes okay sorry it depends uh who am I kidding? Bookie is a full member, yes. Uh, the five others are just have just gone over the remains of the gibbering mouther and found a some items of people from that seem to have gone missing, but also uh, began their descent to traverse back to the town. Um, as you guys know, the festival would be. The dinner would be coming up in a little while, probably a few hours from now, but um, you guys were going to head back to town and stuff. However, the lot of you did suffer some grievous wounds, and I guess we'll be licking those wounds in that time. Um, but you guys now all stand in this open forested area that has this undergroft of roots that kind of dig down. You saw the tunnels that it seemed to have been traveling through, and you guys are in this uh, area kind of sparingly on your way, almost on your way. We should probably head back into town and meet up with Boavik and 
waking crowd to let them know that we aren't dead yet. Can I collect the gibbering mouthers? I don't know, like head. Yeah, so it's got it kind of dissolved mostly. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. you can go ahead and give me like a medicine check to try to salvage any parts of it. You guys did investigate and find some of the pieces. That's a no. That's a no. Okay, you, you see most even <laughs> even looks like the teeth themselves are like have like turned into like a gravelly dust. Fair um, enough. An expert in in demonology or um, Look, chaosology I've... could understand it, but you don't know if there's any around here other than. Maybe Ithquan could de- determine that is evil, but one's very good at determining if things are evil or not. He is. <laughs> I just looked up a gibbering mouther for the first time, and gross. Right, you didn't get to see the picture. Yeah, you did not see the picture of the gibbering mouther. Just disgusting. Yeah, they are completely nasty, and it was it left burn marks on people, and you you actually got to c- conveniently miss out on it, kind of like uh, attacking people's vulnerabilities. Um, as it whispers uh, sweet nothings into your ear that are... Sweet, horrible things. Sweet, horrible nothings. They're very meaningful. <laughs> I don't know why we're calling them nothing. <laughs> if anything, they should be sweet, horrible nothing, or sweet, horrible things. <laughs> okay. Um, as you guys kind of gather yourselves around, you, uh, Vraldon, you aren't able to uncover anything from it, and there goes as well as your only proof that you guys had taken care of it. Uh, what this evil was out here other than over time people will see people won't go disappearing we there. also have the uh trinkets that were you what do if... have the trinkets you could have um yes which could be controversial also if people see you've uncovered trinkets of people that are missing one was for twig's mom right one was for twig's mom okay. an interesting attempt to watch them try and frame us but yeah, it'd be a it'd be a big stretch. Someone would have to go after you. Right? Yeah, who would do that? Somebody would have to be like an enemy of ours. Yeah, you haven't made any enemies yet. So I want to say well, maybe I just did. But... I want to say I pocketed the the trinket from his. Mom. It's been like a month. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Recording sometimes is. <laughs> I would just. I would say apart. someone specifically pocketed it. Someone pocketed it. I yes. think it was me. Probably. Probably. Yeah. We'll say you have it in your pocket. Um, and it did have their names on it, and that was kind of yeah. what denoted it for you. So, how are you guys going to proceed from here? Well, let's head back to town. Yeah? Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. would like to stay in the forest for a bit while. Thoroughly check through the surrounding areas and whatnot. Okay. Do you want to tell them that before they start walking off? Or Didn't sure. we do that? Less session. You guys like right as the combat. Yeah, you guys looked around right after the combat, but um, yeah, you guys are welcome to go. So it's like I I just rather I I kind of remember rolling for that, but it's been long enough that I could just be wrong. No, uh, you had rolled to investigate previously, and that's how you guys got the trinket. Um, you had looked around before the fight kind of went down, and it went all kind of everything went out of Fritz. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Which is where we learned uh, Adris couldn't be surprised. Yay! After the fact, (laughs) I got surprised. (laughs) Uh, you guys are welcome to head we, on back. I'm gonna... Yeah, because we found the tunnels. But that was like in the immediate area. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You guys are welcome to head on back. I'm going to spend some uh, more time here in the forest. At the very least, I'm going to stay with you. Just so something doesn't come at you while you're in the forest. Alone. I think I'll be fine. It'll make me feel better. <laughs> I, I assure you, I think that I will be completely and utterly fine. 
He put his hand on his shoulder. I was going to walk over to Adris and uh, kind of whisper in his ear a little bit. Sometimes men need men time. Can I try to Is that persuade? some sort of innuendo? No. I'm just going to go. <laughs> Work for the bay. All right, you guys. Uh, Don't get these things. Yeah, uh, address. You ponder. Uh, you ponder the culture of the normal lands. As uh, what is man time? <laughs> well, sometimes you have to take moments to reevaluate things, to bask in glory. To I mean, case by case. I mean, you can make your assumptions of what he might be doing after a battle like this, but that's well, kind of his business. You explain a little bit to address about what's going on, and then. Uh, the three of you, with Bookie, sorry, four of you, leave the forest, head back towards uh, Emrith, as uh, Ithquant, you stay around the uh, settledge, uh, settled wreckage of your guys' kind of combat area to look around, as you had said. The three of you start making your way out of the forest and breach the, uh, breach the line back into the town. Uh, as you head back in, you see there are swells of people that have come back to, or come to Imrith from outside the town, from uh, even, even as far as you can see, people have probably traveled from Orn, which is months' journey away. And it looks like the streets of the both the east and west side of this river seem to be lively. It looks like uh, people are, like the Wood Guild and the uh, Fisher's Guild seem to be working on things in the eastern side, there seems to be fish on sale. And this is the notable lower end of the town where you guys don't see a lot of this. You haven't seen a lot of people work on this area. But it seems to be everyone in high high festivities as uh, this event is going on. And so there seems to be a little bit of a movement from both sides of the town to be a little more understanding to the differences between the two. I'll grab a beer. An orange light, if you will. <laughs> That's fine. Crack open a cold one. The three of you walk over from the east side of the town, walk over into just a small little shack, um, uh, which is the town's essentially lower side mead house, and grab some orange lights and head about the festivities, start walking around the streets, seeing that people are buying, selling, trading, many different things. You are free to peruse them and such, but it's mostly just objects you can buy from the player's handbook and shit like that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, you guys now have the ability to buy those things uh, again, as this town did not have everything before, but now with the merchants in, there are definitely things you can get that you couldn't before. Well, I'm going to leave you to, to your shopping or whatever else you're going to do, I'm going to run off real quick and notify Borovic. Still alive. Awesome. Should we reconvene somewhere? Should we just uh, meet up at the shack? Uh, I mean, I think as you all stay within this area, as I point to this area, <laughs> um, I should be able to find you all. Okay. And should we like talk to the mayor, let him know we kind of saved the town, you know? I mean, if you want to do that, you can. It'll probably help put some people at, at ease a little That's bit. That's fair. But I'll grab Borovic, and then we can meet up and decide what to do from there. Okay, cool. I'll run yeah. to the church. Yeah, you run up to the church, open the door, and see. Uh, you hear some shouts coming from the back as you walk 
towards the area and see Bo- uh, you see Borovic and Crud throwing what looks like to be like ceremonial like urns for like ashes and stuff into the air and hitting them with hammers, uh, as well as um, you see Twig feverishly working on her speech, sitting on a tombstone. Um, Borovic. Hey, you're alive. What? What are you all doing? Borovic looks around at all the shattered urns. That a trick question. I feel it's pretty straightforward. You're smashing urns. Correct. You see Crud throws a urn towards you at the moment. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, eh. And he tosses it towards you, uh, Borovic. Turn backhand it with the hammer. <laughs> it just shatters into pieces and those like pieces fly all over you, Adras. Or just wipe the ashes <laughs> of someone's cremated corpse. <laughs> Assumedly, from my face, just, um... But how did it go? Well, whatever creature was causing this, it no longer exists because of us. So... That's fucking this beautiful. mind fog should, at the very least, start to clear away soon. Ithquant is checking the forest. He refused any help. So he's just alone in the dark. Dense forest. Sounds about right. It is. A, I mean, it is not a, not a bright forest. Thank you. Yeah, but I just. Yeah. <laughs> like it's midnight. Thank you, disembodied voice. <laughs> um, Plato and Veralden are out shopping, and I'm here giving you this information. But yeah. Um. So, would you want to meet up with the others? Sure. Let's go find them. All right. Um. Got a gesture towards Twig and Crud. Sort of yeah, you see up with everyone else. They run over. Crud hits three more uh, urns on the way over. Wonderful. Good job, buddy. Uh, yeah, you see Father David has made his way out, and he's like, oh, good. You guys are, I mean, you guys are leaving? Um, I, I've loved your expression so far, Borvik and Crud. You guys have done a wonderful job on hitting all of these vases. Uh, Father, so we found the creature that we believe, at the very least, to be the source of the mind fog. And we have taken care of it. Lightly. It was a creature? Yeah, it was this, like, mass of, like, eyes and mouths that carved these tunnels throughout the forest floor. What the fuck? Maybe maybe not in front of the children. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, sort of whispering this to him. Okay. All right. Um, well, and you're sure, certain it was a monster of sorts? certainly acted and looked like one. And then when we care of it, we found trinkets. Huh. You see he pensively kind of looks back and forth uh, if people seem to be listening, and he kind of confirms there aren't, and then uh, maybe we should talk more about this inside. Uh, Would you want me to grab some of the others so we can talk about this? Sure, sure. Let's not go shouting about this in the streets or anything. That would probably be for the best. Meanwhile, over by uh, Veralden and uh, Plato. What are you guys up to? I bought a funnel cake. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, you get a uh, full-on... Like, I got the biggest size I could. And yes. I'm, like, not touching it because I'm waiting for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, you've got the Oreo Supreme funnel cake. It's got all the oh, shit on it. But it's, like, auto paper plate, so it's, like... <laughs> the grease is, like, the grease great. stains going through it. It's so hot. I'm, like, trying to hold it. The plate's falling apart. <laughs> this single, it's very single thin paper plate they give yeah. you. Yeah, Plato's just getting, just indulging for a little bit after battle. Just getting some drinks, getting some food. Yeah, um, someone's given you a uh, imported from the coast coconut, oh. uh, which has got a drink in it, some mixed drink in it. Ooh, and uh, yeah, you guys are just kind of enjoying yourself, waiting for the group with your funnel cake to get back. It's like I bought the funnel cake for everyone. It's been a solid like five minutes of you holding this funnel cake. Uh, people are passing by, bumping into you, um, and uh, the two of you kind of realize after looking around the area like it's a little bit it's a little bit weird how everything in this area is functioning you see fish prices in the area where they had been posted in the days prior are half the price they were um you notice several uh several people from the loggers guild seem to be working very diligently through this time on fixing up this portion of the town seems to be like it seems to be a lot of the stuff that looks presentable though it doesn't seem to be more of like the actual structures they seem to be like fixing up like the facades of buildings ah yeah they're getting ready for like the speeches and stuff it's it seems like they're playing host if anything looks like the most work they've put into this town has happened this morning yeah i guess i'll go talk to some people Close people working to me. You walk up to uh, a couple sitting there with their uh, young kid, and uh, the man kind of looks up. He's like, well, how, how can I help you? Hey, looks like uh, people are really putting this place into shape, huh? Oh, yeah, no, it just seems to happen uh, this time of uh, this time of year, uh, this day specifically, this morning. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's nothing new. Uh, they, they come in, they fix things up, make it look presentable. You know how it is. Okay, is, is uh, someone important coming through, or is just... Well, no, just keep up a good image. Imrith is growing and all, so uh, you got to make it look like it's, you know, both sides of the town are presentable. You know? Okay, okay. Is it just, you know, tourists coming in after the big race, or what, is there any special occasion, just this time of year? Well, I mean, tourists, yes, makes sense to the best way to put it now that they've uh, opened the games out for outside cities, but more so than anything just to make this side of town look a little better than it presently has. Hmm. He sighs a little bit enough. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the hindsight, it, it'd be nice if they did this more often. Half price fish. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just like the leftovers from up there, but it'd be nice if they had this a little more often. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it looks great over here. It looks everything looks great. Yeah, and he looks about, and you see like you see like they've got nice signs up and stuff, and then like you see the back of some of the houses is like mud pushed up against stuff. And you see wood beams falling and stuff. It's like yeah, it's got grit. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me whenever I uh, was a kid, I'd shove all the stuff in my closet, and then the rest of my room looked okay. Just don't pay attention to the closet. That's exactly kind of how it feels every time this year, huh. this time of year. Um. And you know what? It's okay because tomorrow it's all they'll it'll probably be taken down and salvaged anyway. So just today, yeah, yeah. No, it's 
I mean, before, you know, everyone starts getting about and everything, you gotta make a, put up a good front, you know? Hmm. Your hands look a little warm there with that, uh... <laughs> yeah. You see his little kids, like, walking up trying to take pieces of your uh, funnel cake. Look, look, it's reserved. I'm sorry. All right, Jasper, come on, get back here. Uh, sorry. Um, it, it's cool. I get it. Yeah. Oh, I actually heard a, a rumor around town. A couple of adventurers have gotten rid of the mist. You could get rid of it? I think they called it the fog. The fog, too. The... And the mist. <laughs> Two birds with one stone. I always thought it was just in the morning, but... Oh, uh, oh, the mind fog. Yes. Oh, okay. So you said the mist, and I thought you were talking about the monsters and that <laughs> from that one movie, <laughs> that one play. <laughs> the, you know, the place between places. Oh, sorry. I think my brain uh, extremities got crossed. Oh, okay. But I don't, I don't understand what that means. But it makes sense. I'm assuming so. Yes, it's a uh, complicated magic shit. You wouldn't understand. But uh, you do magic. Oh, I do magic, dude. You must see. All right, ready? Uh, and he, he, like, points you down the road a little bit, and there's a, uh, you see there is a street magician uh, who seems to be doing tricks, but he's doing card tricks. You just reminded me of the greatest magician I've ever met. And I leave, and I go to... to the, <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye! I go to... Uh, um, so, <laughs> what the fuck I'm is just, I'm just going to follow. I go to Tannis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> you run <Get> to that <laughs> guy. You don't even know him. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, you run. You run off towards Tannis. You see. You see. Plato is standing there, and he like seems a moment of clarity crosses over his face, and he just starts running. Okay, I'll I'll wait for yes. you here. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there with the <laughs> with the um, funnel cake. You know that's supposed to be shared for with everybody. You know? Yeah. You see a bird perches like across the way. <laughs> Fucking staring that bird down. The uh, <laughs> you know the consequences, bird. Uh, it flies away. It uh, you then question whether you can talk to birds. I mean, I can talk to birds. <laughs> well, I happen to roll pretty well when I'm talking to uh certain birds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. So uh, now lovely about... doves, yeah. if you will. He's... I thought I was talking about Chokey. No, he's <laughs> also Chokey. <laughs> Chokey the axe beak. Oh, there's yeah. choking he's... involved. <laughs> <laughs> He is talking about a love of his life, Regina Sharp, who is a yeah. bird person. Yes. yes. Uh, the, the joke was there. I had to roll. The joke was it's... there. We all missed it. Sorry. <laughs> Unironically, apparently, Veraldin's 100% a bird person. This, <laughs> this isn't, like, just a realization, because, like, we got Regina Sharp. We got Chokey the Axe Beak. <laughs> um, and this bird you just yelled at. Yeah, it, like, I mean, Ithacon's kind of cool, and he's kind of like a bird. Well, it's just, birds, you know, scales instead that's of just feathers. Science. <laughs> birds are just old dinosaurs, and dinosaurs are lizards. About what he Precisely. a dinosaur person. You are also not here. Uh, he's not saying this in character. It's not like he's talking to the gods above. You know, I think I'm a bird person. <laughs> you know, look, I'm the just saying. The guy standing next to him, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> I just thought this was like his mind space, like his little mind palace of like, I'm a bird person realization. now jump over uh to ithquant let me into the forest uh ithquant what are you doing i'm going to scout around for a while mm-hmm. ensure that there's no 
uh, other fiends that have been not been accounted for or demons or whatever. Are you trying to use your divine sense for that too? I've already done that. So. Oh, okay, okay. Know, that'd be pointless. Okay, but so no, I'm like I'm physically roaming around the forest. Absolutely, go and make me a uh, investigation check. Down eleven. Uh, you start. You assure that there are no fiends. Is it fiends, celestials, fiends, and undead? Demons, anything evil. Yeah. Any hint of evil that you get in the surrounding area from this creature, you still have that, that odor, that scent on your nose still. Mm-hmm. But from what you understand of the surrounding area and its den, um, other than what is fleeting at the current moment, you do not catch any trail of any in the area. Okay. He's going to go back to where uh, he left off with the group. He's going to set his book down. All right, you set your book down on the ground. He's going to start marking his path so that way he doesn't get lost. Gotcha. Okay, so is he just... He's going to go look for a challenge. A challenge. A challenge. Okay. Um, And by a challenge, what do you mean? Challenge. Something challenging to him? Yes. He'll know it when he sees it. Exactly. (laughs) He'll know it when he sees it. All right. You start walking off for a challenge that's what i can do right now uh go ahead and give me a survival check in nine all right you begin to walk off into the forest south and for clarification the town sits to the north you basically just head due south you had headed south to where your current location is you just keep heading further in um, looking for any expectation of a challenge if you head south far enough you'll you'll find ferthia which would take a little bit, but you could <laughs> eventually make it. Um, are you going to? Uh, the river does flow into the into the forested area. Would you Would you be traveling riverside? Or are you going to try to stick more densely into the forest where you currently are? Stick more densely. Okay. Forests are typically more traveled, so animals are less likely to be there. Okay, perfect. All right, so you start heading off south, and we will come back to that. Mm-hmm. Jumping back to Adris and Borovic, you. Uh, you're heading back to grab other members of the group? Yes. And Borovic, are you going to go with him, or are you going to wait at the church for them to all to come back together? I'm going to go with him. So Twig and Crud come with you guys as well. Crud climbs up and uh, onto your shoulders. Absolutely. And uh, just balances his little mallet hammer on your head. Oh, you gave him your old hammer, didn't you? Gave him you? my old hammer. Okay, yeah, he's just holding <laughs> that. He's swinging that hammer around from the leather strap in the end. You have to stop him every once in a while as he's, like, hitting people as you're walking by. <laughs> uh, you all head back to the ferry to cross back to the southern, or, sorry, the eastern side of the town. Um, Address and Borvik, as you guys cross over, you toss yet another copper piece mm-hmm. off your character sheet. <laughs> You should have just paid. There's probably like a membership fee. You guys just put a silver down and you get like a week's worth. It would probably just be more efficient than you'd have to stop. Yeah, let's write a silver piece off and it just pays for it. All right, good. The two of you are riding across the other side. The uh, ferryman's just looking over. So you have him, guy? Mm-hmm. Well, you a good job now. That's all he is. Yes. <laughs> well, you don't know that. That's good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, 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 here you are. That's the date, fucking A. Well, I need to get you off to the other side and let you guys on your way. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. You look like you've never seen someone speak undercommon before. No, I have not. <laughs> I refuse to believe oh. that's undercommon. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's insulting to all the drow. Nope, it's been established. All those poor drow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Drow are just extremely Gaelic Scottish. Duragar. Uh, whatever the fuck those evil gnomes are. Sturb Nephilim. Sturb Nephilim. <laughs> Any of the spiders. <laughs> All the spiders. <laughs> Kuotoa. Yeah, Kuotoa. Yum, yum. Scottish fish. I did just Most watch the Guardians thieves. of the Galaxy movie and I just choop choop. Was that it? Jub jub or something like that? Jub jub. Jub jub. Okay. Um, you guys get to the other side. You guys, yeah, you see Veraldon just sitting pensively in the center of the street. There's like birds, like 10 feet, of, maybe like four birds around him. And he's like looking back and forth at all of them. Plato is nowhere to be seen. Was Plato Veraldon? Uh, he ran off. I, I told him I'd wait for him here. Why did he run off too? I don't know. I I got everyone this funnel cake, but oh, I was waiting cake. for funnel cake. Yeah, I was waiting for everyone so we could you know split it. What's a funnel cake? Oh well, it's honestly I don't know. I just know it tastes good as shit. Heaven, All right then. Here, here. You know. Oh, you got funnel cake. Twig, yeah, we, Twig like runs over and like starts eating. We got a majority. Let's go split this <laughs> yeah, bitch. Fair. Uh, yeah, you guys start dividing up this funnel cake. Uh, it restores one hit point to you guys. Heck yeah. Let's go. This is gonna make me feel like garbage later, but I think it's gonna be worth it. <laughs> I can have a cheat day as a treat. Uh, you guys split this funnel cake for a minute, and then uh, also have the realization as well that you you did say you were gonna meet back with uh, at the church. Yes, uh, but the other people are not here yet. Yeah, Ithquant's doing Ithquant things, and Plato doing Plato things. The two kind of things that. Exactly, of What's course. What's Bookie doing? Plato things. <laughs> he's with Plato. Right? Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I, I imagine he's with him. Is yeah. he with him? Where's Bookie? I have Bookie. Bookie is with Plato. <laughs> Bo- Thank Plato you, Mr. Body Plato. <laughs> When's the last time people have seen Bookie? <laughs> Bookie died numb. <laughs> we haven't seen him since the incident. What? what? It's been three years. You gotta let go. But Bookie was my favorite one yeah, of you guys. <laughs> By the way, how's your um, how's your speech coming along? I saw you working pretty hard on that. Oh, it's going great. Uh, she like looks down at the paper and like crumples it. Yeah, it's going great, and tosses it aside. It's a work in progress. You'll figure it out eventually. As I sort of gently pat her on the shoulder. Yeah, I just want it to be just. You know what? I don't want it to sound like it's too well rehearsed, but also it has to come from the heart. You know, if it's anything like. That speech you gave before the race when they were introducing all of us. Wasn't she just like, fuck all you bitches? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's anything like that, you'll do just enough. It's fucking book. beautiful. Telling corporations fuck you is, is, is good in my book. I like it's just telling feudal corporation. <laughs> and also fuck the military or something. Uh, yeah, the five of you sit there, finish your uh, funnel cake. You see uh, Crud kind of, like, holds his hammer forward, gestures for you guys to keep going. All right, so I guess we try to find Plato. Where would Plato be? I think he went that way. Let's go that way. Yeah, That way, that direction we all know. Yes, yeah, so that, that way. way. Guys, go ahead. Actually, Veraldon, give Lift. me a... What is your passive survival check? Passive? That's not a check you normally ask for, yeah. but, like, you just kind of probably casually watched him walk off. Yeah, is that what? How would wisdom take your take a ten and then add what your uh wis your uh survival? Okay, so it's like passive wisdom. Yeah. Oh, passive perception is the same thing, right? Basically, yeah. Okay, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Okay, so uh, 
you watched Plato just he got excited for a moment and he ran off. And it looks as if when he had turned and ran, it was after he heard something about a person that this townsperson had mentioned, and then he ran towards the other side of town. So you knew that he had at least wandered off the night before uh, with an individual that had approached him at the tavern. Yeah. Um, You didn't quite necessarily notice their name, but they had rather fine regalia. Honestly, like, that's probably the best you have to go off of, other than, like, looking for his, uh, looking for any of his notable tells, if he has any tells when he's go when he's traveling. Would you, Plato? Any tells of wh- where I'm going? Yeah, do you like, like, the way you walk? Veralden has been traveling with you a bunch. Mm-hmm. Ha- is there any distinctive way that he could probably tell? Do you drop you? yogurt every two seconds? <laughs> no. <laughs> he doesn't, he actually just drops breadcrumbs, actually. For, <laughs> no, he, I mean, he, he has, like, a... His father instilled in him like a very military style, like upright, shoulders back kind of uh, posture. Does he like march when he walks? He doesn't march, but he's like he has good posture, more more so than like a a, a malnourished street cretin would. That's okay. That's fair, actually. He probably has better quality boots than them too. Yes. So, um, reasonably, so I'll let you make a survival check then. Oh um, yeah, that's a fourteen. That's probably Plato worthy following. Uh, you see his boots go across towards, uh, follow through the mud and get across towards the transportation back to the other side of town, where uh, you start to hand the man a copper piece as uh, uh, you see Address and uh, Borovic, Twig, and Crud all hand their membership cards over <laughs> uh, and don't have to pay. That's funny. As he's like, you're going to pay? Uh, here, here you go. All right. I'll you hand him one copper. You hand him a copper piece again and uh, start to go across. You guys all travel back towards the other side. And then you follow a little bit of the mud the mud footprints that uh, just denote his boots. As this side is cobbled, this side of the town is cobbled and does not have to worry about such silly mud tracks like you have. Uh, you guys do on the other side. And you follow his footprints back towards uh, T3 Oil, uh, which is the resident basically costco of our world at this point uh for for basically good like good oils and shit and yeah. kombucha of course jumping over play-doh yes. you ran over to <laughs> t3 oil yes i did what are you what are you getting up to there well i'm gonna walk inside mm-hmm. politely the doors kind of like slide open oh, no. there's two people on the ends pulling them open as you walk forward. Ooh, is there a breeze whenever i walk in there is there's a very <laughs> steady breeze awesome all right well i'm gonna just straight away uh just try and locate tannis it is a uh, pretty busy day for T3 Oil, and you're starting to look around through all the people peering about, and eventually you catch eye on him, kind of in his warmest smile he seems to be able to achieve, as you know, he is a very tired-looking man as is. He has dressed himself in very bright colors today to try to make himself appear happier than he looks, but you can tell it's just all this very large front, uh, as he looks to be a very tired man. Oh, or tired elf, and uh, he's like, "Yes, uh, we do have a discount currently going on. It is a twenty percent off on uh, your any Madri of poultice packs. Oh wow! Uh, filled with uh, the herbs that you choose to put in there. Wow, you you guys are doing the best deals around town. I've I just ran across both sides of town, and y'all guys have the best deals. I'll tell you that right now. That's crazy. That's all. That's amazing. Um, oh hey, I got this lemonade for you. You look a little. Do you, you want a lemonade? Do you like lemonade? Uh, you see, Tan- uh, Tannis looks at you and he's like, "Plato, yes, uh, I do like lemonade. Um, 
congratulations thank you it was you know it was a close race we fought hard um we're really proud of our team thank you so much uh yeah it looked like you guys had put in a really strong effort there i did get a word that you you guys will have your discount it technically applies at any point today if you would like to uh use it now and i went ahead and extended it out individually so you'll each individually get a 50% 50% discount store-wide wow. for your first purchase. Well, look, I I'd like I know time is money, so I'd like to have a little bit of your time for a moment. Oh, well, I'm not going to charge you for that. I mean, I have I have other employees that can do this job. I was just trying to and you see like some of the other employees looking about uh some of the other people working are like he's not that good. And he's like, <laughs> "Okay, well, uh yeah, you can step on back to my uh to my loft up there." And we can we can talk. What did you uh, have in mind? As he kind of puts his arm on your shoulder and starts walking up, and the two of you walk back towards his office and uh, step inside. Yeah. Well, good to see you again. Yeah. Looks like business is going well. Uh, um, please, beanbag chair, right there. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, look, I came to talk to you because, um, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I was at the pinnacle of magic since it came back. And, uh, well, I think you're a couple steps above me at this point. What? No. You you were telling me all about the different things that you did. Yeah. I, mean, but, I saw it in the competition, too. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I th- don't get me wrong. I think I'm up there, but, um, look, I need all the help I can get, and you're definitely uh, very proficient, at the very least, as much as I am. Um, so look, this is the this is the big enchilada here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out bookie. And, oh, uh, okay. So this is the book of Mendes. He hesitates for a moment, opens his mouth a little bit, closes it again, turns to the side, looks back at the door, kind of looks back to make sure it's closed. <laughs> And um, and by that I mean he pulls the beads to where the door that <laughs> the would be there is closed. <laughs> he pulls up a beanbag chair, sits next to you. I really hate these things. I thought they would be more comfortable, but they're really not. <laughs> this one's leaking beads. But the book of Mindus. Yes. You. He kind of reached towards it, and then you see Bookie like opens up, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Bookie." He's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I. Well, look, this is. Oh. Oh my god, what, what, it's, oh, it's just animated. Yes. Yep, animated and here to pass on the information that you might need. Uh, who is this? He, Bookie whispers to you. This is Tannis. He's a very powerful wizard like me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, Bookie here has um, a brother. Kind of looking at Bookie like brother, like brother, sister, um, friend, pal. Yeah, I guess if you're written like simultaneously, I don't really know what the relationship makes, it, uh-huh. but like I, I like to think like you know family of some sort. Yeah, there's more. There's more books like him. At least one more. Um, and I don't know if you know anything about that. I suppose at this point, as he pulls Bookie's cover forward, yep, that confirms it. The Apprentice to Mendis, right here. Would be you. Yep. Interesting. Well. Do I have something for you? And he pulls out from his bag a little pen. And he's like, can, can you sign my uh, rose? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen, big fan of Mindus. 
absolutely i mean come on if you're the new apprentice i mean i just this is monetary value wise like can you sign like this robe or like i have a wand D- yeah yeah man whatever whatever I you mean, want this is wow i feel like i'm it's like meeting mindus but i can't because he's long dead but like it's like the next best thing i've kind of met Midness. what Ki- no yeah shut up and look look he has a top secret base are you referring to his tower yes oh oh yeah well yeah you've been there well, I couldn't really get in. I oh. know of it. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, I've I've been in, and there and uh, well, I pretty much met Mendes. I don't want to sugar. I don't want to. You know, I'm a humble guy, but I pretty much met Mendes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this is a lot to take in. Um, where did you come across your friend Bookie? Well, uh, it was actually gifted to me by my mentor. And uh, Bookie uh, is like, "Yep, we. I was stolen and." taken away and then afterwards i was technically gifted by him opening and signing me and that's how i was acquired exactly this is a uh okay yeah no i'm i'm following a little bit more than anything uh you so you want to seek out his sibling texts yes okay yeah simple enough simple enough yeah i've uh you have the people you travel with your dragonborn pure scale and the uh, the dwarf. We got quite the crew. Yeah. The, the, I was pretty fucked up last night. I Those are the two big standout ones. Mm-hmm. But, Fair. Uh, are, you, are they helping you find the book? Well, we're all kind of in it together. In, in it together for what? What are you trying to achieve looking for? Well, there's a couple things on the docket. Um, I don't know if word got around to you about... Uh, I don't know, like a, a dragon or something flying around. The town received reports of it, but I don't know for certain if it actually headed through here or banked south. Well, we were at ground zero of it kind of awakening, you could say. And I suppose this dragon happened to find, I don't know, maybe a large tower monument built by Mindus? Yes. Mm. Yes, that might have been... Something advisable to have mentioned. Maybe someone should have told that town not to put a town around a tombstone. I don't think many people knew about it, but anybody who did definitely uh, made quite the error there. Well, well, I can't really tell you where the book is, for I don't mm. know. But what I can tell you is share some of my own understanding. Mm-hmm. He pulls out his large wizard book and puts it on the table. So, let's let's talk a little more candidly. Spell work. How versed are you with the incantations of drawing from the earth? As he starts, he immediately starts going into like a bunch of explanation of pulling magic from the earth, which you're still like grasping the the roots of understanding mm-hmm. it, how how the connection works and everything. He just starts going into heavy into detail <laughs> on it, uh, and uh, we'll cut from there for a second uh-huh. uh, over to the three of uh, five of you who are now following the mm. trails which lead you to T3 oil. All right, we go inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The doors open almost automatically as you see oh, two wow. pe- you see two people pulling from each side. Oh, that's As a gust that. of cold air hits you guys as you enter inside. Thanks. Uh, a person with a big fan is blowing a big block of ice. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it is very hot for being in winter. <laughs> True. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
I forgot it was winter. <laughs> it's even colder air <laughs> blowing inside. Wait. You need a sweater. <laughs> Just put my robes on. <laughs> you guys, uh, you enter inside and you see a bunch of employees walking around in bunch. Um, a person immediately walks up. Hey, can I help you? Um, yes. Have you seen a fellow who came in relatively recently? His name's Plato. So I start describing him, how he looks. Oh, yeah. He is talking with the owner presently. Um, if you guys, well, uh, do you have any association with him? Um. I could tell him you're here. That would be advised. Um, we have yeah, things we need to talk about as a group. Of course, yeah. Please. We were with him. He was one of the members of the racing team that won. Oh, He's okay. Still, we need to discuss something. Absolutely. I'm assuming it has to do with all this discount stuff. So, yeah, it's 50% off the first item you purchase, but I'll go let him know that you're here. Uh, you guys, feel free. The kombucha fountain is complimentary. Golden pineapple is the flavor for today. Hello, my old friend. <laughs> you walk up to the fountain which is just I like... just stare at it knowing I probably shouldn't have any but I am very tempted have I had any today? I don't think I have yet oh, Okay. if I have had any it was probably washed out through the adrenaline, the fighting, you know the thing but yeah I'm just gonna stare at it longingly yeah you stare at it longingly as a uh, twig walks over and gets some she's like it's free free I know this is. They should be giving this to the people on the other side of the town. It's free. Yeah. We pay for this on the other side of town. Yeah. I'm going to walk up to an aisle and just hit the, the dad pose looking at some stuff like <laughs> 50% off. Yeah, you start looking at a couple different things and you even find that there's like, it, it seems to be a lot of like natural health benefit things. When I say poultice, it's like those little white baggies with like herbs in them. There's yeah. like a plague doctor mask, which has herbs tucked into it. Pretty, pretty much anything you can get like a fresh scent from like incense and mortar pestle for grinding up herbs, which you already own yeah, now. Yeah. Um, but then there's like some serious stuff too. Like you see potions on the wall. Like it gets to be some pretty advanced stuff. Some of them, all of them, which of course have labels on them with like price tags, potions of, and by potion, I mean, it is just, uh, I think it'd be more appropriate to just be the booch of, uh, it's just different flavored booches that do different magical effects. It's the booch right. of invisibility. You've got the booch of heroism, the booch of water breathing, healing, giant strength, the booch of diminution. What's this booch of giant strength? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, booch of giant strength. I guess with your 50% off, it would be down from to only 125 gold. Mm. Um, but it can give you the strength of being a giant. Huh. Pretty strong. Unfortunately, I don't have that money on me. Well, that's unfortunate, but I guess if, uh, uh, yeah, if you're able to pull money about, like, that money together, then yeah, we'd surely sell it for you. It's normally 250 but if, 125 if you wanted to... Is there you, anything for five gold? Five. Uh, she walks over and pulls out a, uh, one of these, like, plague doctor masks, and she's like, this is, like, ten gold normally, but you can get it for five here. It's, it, it's fine, but thank you. Out of game, how long does the discount last? Uh, one it's item, just one but, item. But, but like... Lifetime. You have a coupon. It's a lifetime coupon. Okay. <laughs> it's today only. <clears throat> That's what I thought. I was like, I have depression. <laughs> uh, do they have like an alchemy kit? Like like a potion making kit? Yes, we do have a potion making kit. Herbalist one or an alchemist one? 
I guess herbalist is more my thing. And to those that are a little less strenuous, there's also a poison making kit. Also true. I'll probably I'll hit the the dad. I will we'll leave it here. We'll come back. We'll circle back around. You know, <laughs> Got to make sure it's the best value. Of course. Yeah. So any of these things, if you guys would want them, then just let me know, and we can apply that coupon for you. Uh, but you, I will be right back. Let me go mention your uh, you two tan that you have arrived to Tannis. Uh, she walks off and comes back to uh, she comes back to the back room where you and Tan- Tannis is sitting there explaining to you. Uh, He's on, like, a page talking about the intricacy of, like, drawing uh, magic to basically uh, form, basically, the ground around you. And he's like, well, see, technically we're connected to the realm itself in a way. You, like you draw your magic up into you, you can also draw yourself into the magic. Whoa. And you can do this to other people as well, affecting the world around you. Um, oh, and you see that she walks in and he kind of hushes up real quick and he, um, you see he like throws the book on the floor. He's like, <laughs> and that's what I told him. That's my crowbar. <laughs> and I thought that was bullshit. I yeah. know. And, and she looks over and she's like, uh, it looks like, uh, you have some guests that have arrived for, um, your friend here. Uh, and he looks over and he's like, oh, your friends. Oh yeah. My pals, the, the. The boys. Oh, the, okay. The yes, your friends. Okay, yeah. Please send them in. We'll pull out chairs for him, and uh, he uh, pulls it. He just like pulls in more beanbag chairs, <laughs> and uh, the lady comes back. Uh, well, he'll see you guys now. Um, oh. If you would like me to hold anything, put anything. Were you wanting to buy that? We can. Uh, we Veralden. Uh, I'm still. Sorry. I'm still looking around. Do you yeah. want me to set it aside for you? Uh, oh, no, you're good. Okay. Well, should I put it back? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so she's like, "Well, they'll see you right now," and you guys uh are able to head over, um, as they all follow into the you all file into this back room as uh, Tannis looks up. Oh, you've it's crud. Okay, and uh, Twig, Actually, welcome. Um, should we sort of huddle the rest of the group for a bit? Um, should we have Twig and Crud in here for this, or should we? Outside with like a chaperone. Oh no! I mean, nothing inappropriate's going on in here. Nothing they shouldn't know about. It's sort of like nod, gesturing to what the the thing. Yeah, we'll leave that out. We're not talking about okay, that. All right. Um. All right. Yes. Your friend here brought up to me that he is looking for another version of Bookie. I think did we, did we heard something about that, right? From what he told me, yes, you guys had heard about okay. it when you all visited uh, Mindus' tower. I, yes, we did. We're, I guess, technically all apprentices. A pleasure Mindus. to meet you all. My name is Tannis. I am the owner and proprietor of T3 Oil. Good meeting. Apologies for my rudeness. I've been told a little bit about you all, despite you may or may not knowing. Hmm. Um, through Plato, of course. Hello, Plato. I presume. Hey, so, uh... You must be the monk. Yes. Oh, from from the Silver South Ranges. Yes, the Order of the Holy Form. Yes, you're the one who is looking to understand what's going on in his body a little more. Maybe. Okay, sensitive topic. Don't have to. And a little. The dwarf. Oh my gosh, you're okay. <laughs> what? What? What's the hey. issue? I'm sorry. It's just. It's not often you get to see. 
Hildorf. Doesn't this guy live in a town of Tabaxi? Well, it's Hildorf, though. Most of the time they live in the mountains. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't they more live in the hills? You would think yes, but... Uh, a little bit racist. Do the mountain dwarves live yeah. in the hills? Listen, we don't necessarily call them, put them specifically where they are based on the... You don't, you don't associate their names based on the geography 100%. Out of character question. Are they called hill dwarfs because they're smaller than mountain dwarfs? Not because they're they work outside the mountains. Oh, okay. Are you trying to put me in a box, Edgers? No, I was just curious. So, so you're smaller than a mountain dwarf. Yes. Yeah. Which one's more common? Mountain dwarfs are probably more common, though. Okay, so you're just a small dwarf. Yeah. Wait till you see the ant hill dwarfs. (laughs) (laughs) I think we call those halflings. No, hill dwarfs. Hill dwarfs in this world are the smallest of the dwarfs. Um, Doesn't necessarily mean anything other than the fact that they're probably also some of the sneakiest. Despite everything, though, with Borovic, he is he is probably the most mountainous of hill dwarves. Also, the most attractive. Is it because he's actually a mountain dwarf? (laughs) Sorry for the unpleasantries of that. I just I recognized you the other night and was a little caught off guard. Pleasure to meet you. So, what brings? He looks over to Veralden, who's (laughs) I I imagine you're just perusing his room too. Yeah, <laughs> as uh, just looking he, at the wall. Yeah, yeah. You can see he's got for an office. It's pretty nicely decorated, and uh, there are beanbag chairs throughout this room and a center table where he's got little like hooch set up. Um, the walls kind of got like plates and other niceties on it. Um, none of it looks to be for sale, but it all is like Fair. stuff you would probably like. You would like to have. Fair. I I was more like, does he have like a world's best boss mug? Does he got like. Oh, the p- diploma from where he graduated. He you know. does have a world's best dad mug that is sitting, but it's sitting like in the trash can. Mm. Oh, not gonna touch touchy that. subject. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he pulled a Play-Doh. <laughs> As uh, he's like, I don't know if uh, Plato said much about you, friend. Fair enough. <laughs> um, well, I'm Tannis. Um, I run T3 Oil. I'm, I'm, I'm Vora. Let me get to my point. Uh, your friend here is trying to understand a little bit more about his book, Bookie. I am just kind of ran into him more than anything. And this all seems to be cascading very quickly into uh, something I don't really knew, know of which was going on. But... It appears you all need to know a little bit more about magic. That might be I useful. Like, maybe they do. Do you not? I mean, I'm gonna, he does not have much potential. He's kind of not worth the... Uh... <laughs> so I'm going to go back to shopping now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh um, I mean, we can, we can do a quick check, too, if you'd like. If we already did a check. Yeah, yeah we did it a few check. months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah Very negative. Oh, really? Also yeah. negative for me, but in the opposite direction. <clears throat> no, extremely positive. Like, aggressively fake. Check that guy out. <laughs> you can always be taught magic. Uh, look, I, 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 you know, I'll, I'll sit in the corner over here. It stands in the corner. Oh, okay. Hits the, the lean against wall. <laughs> lean against the wall <laughs> in the corner of the room. Okay, well. 
like I was just telling Plato, you draw your magic from from the ground around you. There's different aspects I was explaining to him about the potential you can use this for. While you can, while you yourself can draw this magic into you, you can also affect the area around you. This also is dealing with the art of wizardry, where we call upon and use the magic of the realm. There are other people that are born with magic within them. Sorcerers, people with the blood born into their body, generally can tie their origins back to others that had magic in them. So, if any of you are a sorcerer, we can cover that. If not, then we can move on. Well, Matt, you're a sorcerer, right? Horvick? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's fur- furiously shaking his head, but doesn't say anything. <laughs> I bite. There's something weird going on with him. Yeah. Okay. We can explore that too. Uh, but sorcerers, generally your blood is infused with magic. Now, that magic is truly connected to where you come from. So, you just have to ask if you know who your... What, whoever gave birth to you passed this on to your bloodline. So... If the magic that you are granted is related to something, then what you use is of that magic. So, for example, I know there are a lot of frost sorcerers that have come back, related to, relating back to one of the thanes that ruled the lands long ago. You may not have much of an understanding of these thanes, but it is lost usually to the text of history. But simply put, there were several thanes, and each of them connected to different aspects of the magic drawn upon, and some of them even had heirs that were blessed with magic, Frost being one of them. So if your magic is related to something like that, then Frost in nature, then you would be a Frost sorcerer. But it is simply easy enough to follow your family lineage back far enough and you could figure out who was your original line right of course easy yes just do dwarves have a long long-standing collection of their history of their family so this should be easy enough to just tie that back for you yeah and you see uh you see twig walks over she's like aren't can't you just look it up then do you have a book on you of it later maybe yeah yeah later later yep it's me the dwarf rock sorcerer like rocks. Stereotypical. You do magic with stone? Yes. Hmm. A little concerning. <laughs> uh, we can move on. Why, why, why is that concerning? Well, it's just generally the connection of stone and sorcery is related to that of giants. Now, as far as I understand, a lot of dwarven families have had long-standing feuds with giants. Maybe that's why you're so tall. <laughs> that's why he's so tall. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> Didn't tell me we were traveling with seven foot dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some occasions where I imagine that could have been a different case. It's just we'd probably have to delve a little more into some of the some of the ancient uh, the ties to magic. Long recorded family history that I have, probably. Well, yeah, yes. if you just look through that, you can mm. probably find back mm-hmm. where it actually, where it all combined together. Right. What I'm gathering is that Borovic is like the half elf dwarves. 
<laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah, of course. Um, if you were to be an adopted dwarf, mm-hmm. who would have your family lineage? Well, there's... Most dwarves can tie their roots back to the great dwarven city of Malbaldrum. I've been there once before, and I briefly mentioned to Plato that I'd seen some dwarves walk the similar way that uh, you actually do. Uh, Missing one of your toes, right? Yes. Yeah, there's... From what I remember, it's not an uncommon thing there to some of the families to separate this toe at a young age, symbolically, but... I was interested in it, but I had other things at hand than to dive into why a dwarf cut its toe off. Now that I think about it, it would have been really interesting to know. No fucking kidding. There are some places other, if Malbaldrum is too far to the way, and if you can't prove true lineage, then you usually have to pay a hefty fee to rather get in. Eight things. And not to mention even bringing other visitors in if you all travel together. Y'all can just pretend to be dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> I can try. Sort of like Hollis Dwarf from Dynasty. Yep. I can shrink one of y'all. <laughs> we hey. do sell potions of diminution, uh, diminution, which make you smaller, if Potion. you need to do that. Ennis um, <clears throat> seems to be a kind of guy who's not, a, who's not against going uh, past the law. <laughs> and he's all like, yeah, go ahead, sneak your way in. We could just also s- give me money. <laughs> take someone in someone's pocket. Drink it down. I don't think they get that small. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, if you drink the potion, and then Plato oh, shrinks you down. Oh, that's a good point. Or we also enlarge the bag. So, this is just my bag of stuff. Don't look at it. <laughs> don't worry about this. My personal bag of stuff. Crazy. I mean, it, yeah. people don't normally check your bags. Yeah. This sounds like the start to a heist. <laughs> oh, God. I did this for a living. Trust me. We're going to... Weren't you the one that was, like, good at beating people up? And I've sneaking? got an intelligence of eight. I can do this. We're going to seal Borvik's birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to break in. Steal the declaration of birth. Let's steal it. back of it. In order to save it. Let's, let, if you can't necessarily associate a connection to your lineage, there's always the chamber of sortilage with an orn. It is a long-standing collection of information which is being mostly re-delved into. There are spine weavers there, individuals that go throughout the text of these, uh, essentially a lot of old text that was written long before the dereliction. But at the same time, it does keep a rather comprehensive collection of family lines and dwarves while generally staying rather secluded to Malwaldrum, haven't been unknown to share this collection with the chamber, as it is not, while it is located in uh, Valencia, now Orn, it at one point existed there before uh, those towns. It is a very old building. We can move past that. I'm sure you can find the connection to your bloodline easy enough with just a book on your family line. Sure. Now... Address. Um, is there any lineage for lightning magic? Related to sorcery? Yes. There were many thanes that existed in the land, and many of them had offspring. A connection to one of the thanes could be what you have. Hmm. They were born to essentially take on the 
embody the Thane's powers, but without getting them, they would wither away. Ah. Uh. And the Thanes have been gone for thousands of years anyways. They were here long before the dereliction even happened and died out before the First Society came. If you guys are familiar with the ancient text. Veralden, you might have an understanding of this because the Thanes are connected to the Untamed. Okay. It was the god of yeah. essentially wilderness, untamed nature, basically. Yeah. Had a big following in the the collapsed. Yes, the collapsed were very centrally located around the untamed and protecting, um, protecting for this. When there were a lot of gods that were connected to this continent and the realm itself, the untamed was, before people were coming about, the untamed sought to have the lands be balanced in its own way through... Not doing anything. The untamed didn't want to be connected to stuff. It's Their nature was to not impede it, not get in its way. So, what they did is they divided their power out and gave it to several individuals across the land. And they served as thanes relating to different elements of the world. I recall there being ones of life. Death, lightning, as you've mentioned, or storms, and even one, as I recall, of many different elements. Flame, I believe, is one of them. All things considered, the Thanes ruled these lands, and when civilized areas began to form, they began to wane. There was fighting amongst the Thanes and the rising of the Golden Doctrine societies, the established societies. But eventually the Thanes themselves either died out or went into isolation and went from this land into another life. That doesn't mean that the Thanes didn't leave an impact, however. They were still connected to the land in a way. Their offspring, they were imbibed with gifts from their parent and whoever they were with. The children became either sorcerers or other things. What are these other things? That is where it gets a little fuzzy. Because I... My impression is that I was somehow born with this. But I can't really control it. Have you always been able to do it? No, I only started being able to do it like a few months ago. Not when magic came back. It was like a, around a week or two after magic. And then things started getting weird. Weird how? Sometimes when I punch people, my hands turn into lightning. Um. Hmm. Wrestling. Yes, like that. Oh. During the, I unfortunately did not watch that. Ah. Uh, well, during the wrestling match. I heard it. Uh, yeah. That happened. Okay. Well, has it gotten has it grown more potent not that i've noticed thankfully there hasn't been anything destructive could i say yes plato has so far when it started was it was it barely noticeable and has it grown from there i would say it was very subtle in mm-hmm. some respects um 
probably probably during the wrestling match it was most uh mostly showcased there right that's probably the peak but since then nothing but that was only what a couple days ago yeah okay so you've practiced your balancing of mind you can take information very easily correct i would like to think so yes oh perfect well um Simply put, uh, from what I understand is if you have, if you are not a sorcerer connected to this, and if I can tie this to you being related to one of these things, and this is a big if we're running with, then if these powers keep manifesting at the rate at which they are, if they're growing as you're seeing that, then, well, either we find a easy way to abscond it and remove it, or you... It could, and I would like to be very simple in saying that, it could have adverse effects. How do we remove it, then? (laughs) Well, it's not that simple, and I say that because I haven't dealt with something like this before, and I don't think any of the likes of you would have, seeing as it's only been a few months. Also... What do you mean by side effects to be specific? Are we talking about like a stray lightning bolt here and there, or I explode and kill everyone in the mile radius? Well, I think the mile radius might be a little extreme. (laughs) (laughs) Magic is connected to the realm around you. Mm -hmm. And you have gotten this magic from the world around you. Presumably. As of recent, it is there has been word the untamed is gone. I would reckon to make the connection that if the Untamed is gone, it would be drawing back its power from the Thanes, or its descendants in in this case, to re-manifest. A noble sacrifice can be made from some in this case. It needs to draw upon the elements that Uh it divided long ago, if it truly did perish. And then just re recorporate itself. What What does that mean? Well, I have an intelligence of eight. <laughs> well it's hard to say what if I know what that would mean. I guess I, I, I think and this is strictly skeptical at this point, I mean, if it was to draw all of the magic out of you, despite despite some might hmm. think there's magic was part of the reason anyone was granted life here, even as much as you can, as much as you think you don't have it in you. Pretty sure I would have felt it by now. It's not about feeling it. But so basically, it's just going to, for lack of better term, suck the magic out of me like I'm a gusher or something. Yeah, have you seen fruit gushers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're. I mean, we had these like little kombucha pod things at the order, but. Like Gatorade pods, yes. Yes. This is canon now. <laughs> I don't even know what an actual Gatorade pod is. They had those little, like, jelly ones that had, like, a bunch of... They're, like, different jelly-filled ones. How do I get this out of me before the Untamed does, if that's what's going to happen? Right. Because um, it's going to happen eventually, so I might as well just get it over with. Yeah, yeah. In a way that doesn't this... kill me or anyone else. Yes, this is the first time I'm hearing that this this process might be what's taking place, so I'm brainstorming right now. All right, but I mean, you seem like a knowledgeable, knowledgeable fellow. I've been studying pretty devoutly, and I've got a good, a good hand here to help. 
Plato seems to have a good understanding of things as well. I think he's fucked. <laughs> Why don't we try... Have you tried exorcism first? Oh my god. Um... If Quant's not here right now, gosh, dang it. <laughs> All right, I'll do my best. <clears throat> All right, I was joking, but... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, don't. Sometimes, oh, I was taking you seriously. Sometimes humor in the light of bad situations is how to cope with it for me. I would like to definitely tell you that one of the ways we could try is to expunge this magic from you. There is an object that exists that radiates a form of negative magic. If you were to consume that, like, then the power could be nullified as long as you have that on you. So I just... Uh, some form of, like, anti-magic thing, and I just eat that, and I'm good. I think eat is an extreme... I said eat, yeah, now that I think about it, that sounds pretty extreme, but um, I imagine as long as you are connected to it, bound to it. Hmm. Where could we find something like this? What well, is that's this? the other problem. I have no clue. Oh, I will okay. have to do some digging. Uh... I know it exists, okay, but that's the, the limelight of it. Is there a more permanent solution than just wearing protection, for lack of a better term? Is that funny? Okay, a little bit. <laughs> wearing protection. Why? Um, don't worry about it. I'm going to worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you would worry if you don't wear it. Yeah. I yes, mean... that's why it's called protection. It's to protect me. Why don't, why don't later on I'll do a thorough investigation, That's fair. thorough examination of what's going on. Some form of identification, yes, maybe. Yes, some, some form of identification. And we can do that later, after the affairs of the evening, right. if that would be better. Um, now, I feel like I have offered a lot of my own explanations to you all. At the same time, I do have knowledge to pass on to you that would be... Rather helpful to you all, but of course, it is a two-way street, this partnership of information sharing. Yeah, I can teach I you how to get ripped. I'm sure there's something that you can do that could make me very ripped and train me to do that, but I'm very comfortable with my meekness. I mean, you don't have to be meek. You know, look at Plato. You know, he's a wizard and he's pretty, you know... Confidence is very important in wizardry. I'm confident in my magic, not in my physical... Good work on that. I don't know if I need to. Am I that bad looking? I I mean, just in case magic goes away again. I mean, it happened before. I guess that's fair. Maybe I feel like like he has something specific in mind, maybe. All right. He wants me to teach him how to be a Hildorf. (laughs) I am absolutely false. Why don't you all meet me here after? In the evening time, after the affairs of this evening and the speech, and we'll have a chat by the kombucha fountain once I close the doors. A midnight treat, if you would. You had me at midnight treat. I will have to resist. <laughs> that was the, the almost the last thing I said. That was the last thing. And I wasn't going to come until then. I feel like now that just Veralda has the classic... Uh, like staring at the fridge at three in the morning, but it's him staring at the bush where there's like berries or something. Veraldin, <laughs> I guess you should kind of be thankful that you're not going to be sucked by the untame. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I think that's what he wants. A little jealous, actually. I'm just saying, I trust the untamed. That sounds quite painful. Just saying, I trust the untamed. I'm, I'm sure the intentions I'm are good. I'm so confused. The untamed little baby boy. Where is this voice coming from? <laughs> You're not here! <laughs> I'm not talking in character either. It's crazy. We jump now over <laughs> to Ithquant Let You guys watch this. I'm going to start talking in character because I'm here. <laughs> hey, what was that? A voice in your head? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we jump now over to Ithquant Letney. Uh, <clears throat> as you have wandered through this forest for probably, uh, basing on what uh, how all their stuff has gone on, you've probably wandered through here for a good, like, 30 minutes. Just wandering further off into the forest. And I guess all I have failed to mention as well, you guys would have been interrupted as well from the bells and the town ringing for the sound of the events for the evening. Having essentially rested for a little bit, you guys can gain the benefits of a short rest in this time. Uh, Ithquant, you would have not gained these benefits, but... Ithquant, as you're walking through this forest, um, you start to, having now been traveling alone for about 30 minutes, you start to hear noises that you wouldn't normally expect to hear other than just being alone in your travels. So, like... The birds are chirping and stuff like stuff like that, but eventually they go quiet, and there's a steady hum of the forest as you're walking through. Your boots kind of crunch down on snow. It's the it's breaking the silence of everything. You hear the river flowing off in the distance, but you find yourself at kind of this small little breaking to where you see. Several trees are kind of dilapidated, meaning like they are like twisted in some weird ways and stuff like that. Uh, as you crest into that area and continue walking, go ahead and make me a perception check. A uh, 21. A 21. Yes. You catch full note of a growth on some bark on a tree close by to you it is looks like a blackish red ichor similar to what you have seen before convenient it looks as if there's no it hasn't drooped anywhere there's no like uh, sizzling from the gibbering mouther as of before it looks like it is growing out like almost like pulsating yeah on the side of this tree i'll have my blade ready and, okay uh, i'm gonna divine sense yeah you divine sense the area and uh, it reveals evil things, correct? Um, divine sense. As an action, you can detect good and evil. Until the end of your next turn, you sense anything affected by the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Okay. And we established this as like an entity of like chaos before, but it still kind of pings for you. It kind of reminates that from true chaos. You're kind of, the scent is on your nose already. How do you approach it? I suspect that this is a creature just like a mark. It looks like a weird growth. It's pulsating as if it's got like this beat to it, like almost like a little heartbeat. I'll call out to it. Foul fiend. I dare you make yourself known to me, Mike, that you be slain in a proper way. Uh, You see, looking at it, it sits there and... Be like that. I'll walk towards it. <laughs> <laughs> it does not respond to you. It only pulsates. 
as you get closer to it, uh, you see it continues to pulsate more. I'm going to poke at it with my sword. Like, what is this? Yeah, you poke at it with your sword and poke into it a little bit. Uh, it doesn't pop or anything when you poke it. Uh, it just dips in a little bit. It dips in, you pull your blade out a little bit. It sizzles a little bit on your blade. And then you hear a voice Perfect. from around you, like almost all around you. What is it you're doing? <clears throat> Poking you? Oh. Why are you doing that? Maybe figure out what you are. Do you think poking into it is going to solve your problem? Maybe. It hasn't done anything to you. Do you feel any different? More curious. Well, does poking seem to cause any distress to anyone you know? No, it hasn't. I wasn't necessarily trying to pop it, just like figure out what it is. Prodding at it is the solution? Yeah. That's how you safely figure out what something is. Do you not have a pole? No. You should travel with those more. I'm sure someone else has a pole. You see in front of you, uh, on the side of the tree, two eyes open up of this uh, tree with the growth on it. And you see the branches kind of lurch around as the tree itself comes to life before you. Quant stumbles back, pulling up his shield and, like, preparing himself for anything. <clears throat> Be you fiend or foul beast. Look, all I'm saying is... Trees. <laughs> <laughs> Be I fiend or foul beast. Uh, if you are evil, then I suppose I would be. But if you are good, then I am well, merely a tree. I am an enemy of all evil, so then I guess you're merely a tree. What makes me evil? I didn't say you were evil. Mm. I said you were a tree, because that's what you said. Are trees evil to you? If they're evil trees, yes. What makes it evil? Typically being a fiend, or demon, or undead, or like a want to be evil. Like, cause scourge on the world, or maybe kill lots of innocent people. Um, sometimes petty theft, depending on how I'm feeling that day. So you judge it all based on how you're feeling? No, no, no. Sometimes I judge certain things on how I'm feeling. Most of the time it's pretty cut and dry. So you follow some form of boundary then, Tenet? Uh, yes. Well, I'm similar and such. We trees follow tenets as well. Not as complicated, I imagine. We've been through these lands, burned, lived, rebirthed. Are you here to judge me? With my growth? Is the growth evil? I would imagine so. <clears throat> then maybe. I didn't I didn't put it there. Does that make me evil for No. Do do you want it go is it hurting you? Well Is it annoyance even? It feels pretty evil to me. Well is petty That's... thievery evil if it looks that way to you? Really depends on how much evil I've been killing recently. Do you have a quota you have to hit? It just makes me feel better. If you remove this growth from me, will it satiate your thirst of evil? I mean, no, but it'll make me feel better. Well, this growth is not one that is supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. Definitely needs to go. And removing it would be necessary to cleanse it of evil. Mm -hmm. But also removing it could 
potentially kill me. Sorry, it's really rough. So will you still remove it? Oh yeah, probably. Okay with killing someone innocent? One hundred percent. So if you're okay zero with, gray here. <laughs> if you're a kill okay with killing the innocents? Ah, uh, getting rid of evil. Even Things like getting rid of sometimes. good too? Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. And where does that put you on the spectrum? Uh, I don't really matter where I am. So you are the judge, jury, and executioner. I am the the blade of the judge, jury, and executioner. It seems like your judgment is the one that goes through here. All right, give me a second. Dear Doomwing, is it my job to purify this world of all evil? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Just double-checking. Anyways. So yeah, yeah, pretty sure. The Doomwing... Of course. Bringer of a... Uh... I remember. Do you remember back in the Winds of Wrath? I'll call the Winds of Wrath. <laughs> in the time when the trees, we spoke much more clearly to each other. We looked at the moss and spoke through the vines. This is back when trees didn't speak? Oh, we still spoke then. A lot more plants spoke. Ah. Okay. But now they have less to say, because you guys talk so much. I mean, I didn't really start talking till, till you started talking, but... Well, you started poking my... Well, thing. it's evil. I mean, can't a man poke some evil when he's trying to get rid of it? Are you going to get rid of it? Uh, yes. These are my final words. It's weird how the times have changed. The Doomwing, before all the magic had left the lands, many considered the Doomwing to be evil. I must be misinformed. Uh, There's that cult out there. Telling people to kill people or something. I don't really know. I don't listen to it. It's all wrong. Are you not Just, with them? No, of course not. Oh. I'm trying to bring about uh, peace. A utopia, if you will. I just figured it, you would be with them. Ah, they're crazy. Why are they crazy? Well, because they want to kill everyone. And, and then, like rob. And, and they cleanse the land for the Doomwing? Uh, I mean, I guess if you consider like burning everything down, sure. But... I mean, I wouldn't call that cleansing. I'd call that plundering and massacre. They course. cleanse all. Yeah, all everything. versus just evil. You, know? you just difference. cleanse evil. Correct. Mm. A different side of the coin of the Doomwing. <laughs> I supposed you were with them for... I figured you had just strayed off the course of their travels. Oh, are they in town? They've been passing through the area now. Go hunt people. Well, you might be a little past them too far now. They've headed north. They're on the other side of the river from here. Good to know. Good to know. I guess the Crimson and Doomwing followers of whatever it is you follow. Conquest. What are you conquering? Evil. Am I evil? You have some evil on you. But if you conquer the evil on me, would you and kill me? Is it conquering me too? Eh. What is that? Like a, like an iffy. Iffy. Yeah. Are your tenets not definitive? I mean, yeah, they're pretty definitive. Conquer evil, and I'm conquering the evil. And just because I conquer the evil and you die doesn't mean I'm conquering you. Because I'm not conquering you. I'm conquering the evil. Right. You just happen to be dying. So if evil, I see the causes unrelated. Person. No tenets in your book about saving people being conquered. No, 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 not at all. Just conquer the conquer. Just conquering. So you conquer the conquerors? Yes. And then you are conquering the already conquered? No, no, no. They can go do whatever they want, as long as it's not 
being evil. I don't feel like I could go do whatever I want right now. Well, I'm sure you can. Well, and once I get rid of the evil. Uh, I conquered evil from, uh, I Claire conquered evil from two of my friends recently. One, he used a sponge bath. I could give you a sponge bath. Oh, we could try. Do you have a sponge? I'm sure we can find one. <laughs> <laughs> where? <laughs> Literally where? <laughs> Please roll an investigation check for sponge. Just saying, this is like the... Show me the sponge! That is a 14 for the sponge. Oh. All right. <laughs> Evil dead good ending. All right. Sponge got a stealth of 14, so... I found the sponge! I, there's sponge, I guess. right there. <laughs> I go grab the sponge. Yeah, it's a scrub daddy. It's a scrub daddy. <laughs> See? We could get started right now. I suppose if you can do what you can. All right. Um, How did you find that? <laughs> <laughs> the Doom Wing has power. Anyways. I'll begin the, uh, the prayer. Oh, no, I did technically cure the child. That's right. Mm-hmm. A, a prayer to the, the Doom Wing. Dear Doomwing, please help me purify this tree of evil. Protect it in itself as well. I am Willowroot. I'm Ithquat. Nice to meet you. Oh, for your prayer. Now I'll start praying. Oh, <laughs> okay. In my head. In your head. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Doomwing, <laughs> please protect Willowroot. He doesn't know you're praying, so he's just going. He's like, so when are you going to start this I'm just, ritual? I'm full, I'm full in here. <laughs> And uh him to spell slot. You expend your spell slot throughout this, trying to perform this ceremony to cleanse him of this evil. You see the growth on him just slowly starts to, it stops pulsating and just goes to like a stagnant lack of movement. He's like, does this mean it's... I'll take the sponge and I'll just start sponging it away. Yeah, it starts to just like sl- slime all over the place. Yeah, that's why we have the sponge. Yeah, slime into the sponge. It has, the sponge is absorbing it the best, as best yeah, it can. There we go. And now it's an uh, evil sponge. <laughs> now now an evil it's sponge. an evil sponge. But we can kill the evil sponge. And you, you, you begin to get like most of it off there. You see, it stained. It stained the bark of the tree, of uh, the tree ant. He kind of like gestures down at it, and he's like, "Well, I suppose that'll do." But do you feel the evil in you anymore? I didn't <clears throat> feel it really to begin with. Well, you said you kind of felt it. I guess if you'd say everything, I feel the world around me in that manner. Were you well, the can one? you point me in the direction of more evil? Do you find the crimson evil? I mean, they, they pillage and plunder, so I, I think that's pretty evil. Sometimes it's hard to tell your definition of evil. Like... I really feel like it isn't. Pretty, well... pretty spick and span. I, well, if my life is coming to an end soon, then I've merely got, after you've taken this off of me, maybe 150 more years. Well, if my children or grandchildren run into you, then you should say hi. It got a little questionable there. I really, it just doesn't feel that way. When you have the evil on you, and I could be subject to death, as a treant, we've talked many times about what it is to be good and evil. Largely, I would say, good would be the ones that don't burn down the trees. But there's also ones that care not about the trees that are good, but have no bias against them either. There's those that are evil, though, such as that of your crimson cult. They burned the trees, just like they did 
in the winds of wrath. Who burnt, like, why would you just go around burning trees? I've burned a few trees, but they were like tree branches, like sticks. Those are the tenets of the Doomwing. Pillage all evil. That's not her direct words. What church have you been raised in? I haven't been raised in a church. I've been raised in a clan. Oh. Well. Let me, let me think back for a moment. Yeah. The Doomwing's tenets are align your goals with the Great Return. Mm-hmm. Create a horde for the future ruler of ashes. Uh, weakness important. is a crutch. Leave it behind to, or be left behind. Uh, wealth is status and power. Take, the, take from those who can't, can't be both. You don't necessarily remind me of one that follows the Doomwing, but a traditional follower might cut a tree like me down for being infected like this. I mean, the, the, you know, there's other ways to deal with the problem than just stab your sword in it. But... I've held you for long enough, and you've slayed your evil off of me. I guess you could call me conquered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just de- defeated at trying to... If Gwant let me conquer of Treants. Never told you my full name. Oh, did you just say Ithquant? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's, that's my uh, I thought you said Ithquant. Like, <laughs> Ithquant... <laughs> You're right, it's like, all right, now he's gotta go. Trees just know things. <laughs> Conqueror of Treants. Yeah, I'd appreciate it if you'd stop calling me that, but uh Or Treant, singular. I still <sighs> going to go now. Um, Alright. Have a safe journey. You feel better. And you don't die in 150 years. I'm gonna go look for those crimson now. You leave away from him? I start walking towards the river <laughs> north. Yeah. D- who the fuck is this tree? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. As soon as I realized it was a tree, I was like, this is going to be a long conversation. <laughs> um, fuck you, Tolkien. <laughs> they have absolutely nothing going on. <laughs> Veralden, um, it's really cool because you know Willow Root. He's one of the coolest trees you know. Yeah. Um, He's a cool one. <laughs> you know Willow Root? Treants are baller. I mean, I mean, I know it, but like we've never spoken. Oh, okay. It's like I've I've been to his spot. Damn, it's gonna be awkward when I come back and I'm like, yeah, I spoke to this treant called Willow Root. Really couldn't let go of that whole poking thing. You poked a fucking tree, <laughs> dude. Bro, they, I marked like a hundred trees on the way there. You I marked don't... trees, <laughs> dude. What? You guys see everything is kind of gathered around. People are up in the middle of the town. There's large tables set out and about. You see Twig has taken a spot at the very end of a table where you see the Lord sitting on the polar opposite by his, uh, basically sitting just outside of his manor at the end of this very long table. There's several other tables sat next to it. Uh, You guys are welcome to sit anywhere as close to Twig as you want or as far away as you want. Um, You see she kind of nervously goes and takes the head of the table uh, with Crud by her side. I'll also sit next to them at the end of the table. <clears throat> Agree. Yes. Um, Crud hops into your lap, Borovic. You see Twig kind of looks up feverishly, kind of looking around at the uh, few of you. And then she kind of stands uh, stands up, and you see several people start to have gathered around. You see Baron uh, Kalan Hashway um, kind of idly smiles to everyone. Twig, it's your time. 
Everyone, please Woo! give a warm applause. I know her. Not just for Twig, but for the racers that helped her find her way to victory yeah! as well. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that one yeah. guy, though. You guys see Twig stands up, and uh, she pulls out a little piece of paper. She looks at it, tears it in half, and uh, throws it to the wind. <laughs> Strange move. <laughs> Baller. Really undecided about that speech. She's going rogue. <laughs> She's going rogue. She's going off the script. Does she have another speech in her <laughs> You guys see like the speech on the ground is like it's like I'd like to thank like the people that helped me get here and then she's gonna open up and not do that at all. Damn. As she should. She stands up and starts speaking as every, uh, a hush kind of falls over the crowd. I'm no speech giver. Uh, the most of you lot know me, can tell, uh, I don't give a shit what you think of me. Uh, sure, young girl, and even, or even younger brother, feel bad for them, because their parents gone. You all apologize, and for what? No one does anything for the lower town. I mean, look at Kellen's council. They'd rather keep them thinking that the town is not going to shite, exploiting the labor of the people of East River and Baron. I'm 13, and I could see your favorite yearly cart racing guilds are paying off your counselors to keep you from seeing what's going on. You know why people are happy in the east side today? It's because the market is all 50% off. Everything's cheaper. They're fixing up buildings with fresh lumber just to tear it off down once everyone leaves. Just to make the place look better. You don't see that, but we do. She kind of gestures some of the people and like some of the people around the area from the east side are like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone around sees it. And you may be avoiding whatever it is, the problems you have with hating about magic, but there's something going around with mind fog. And you know what? These people in front of me, they're the ones that fixed it. Not you. Not your guards. Not the immortals. They didn't do shit. Notably, all of the immortal guards are not present either. <laughs> they're gone. They didn't do shit about it. And then once everyone leaves tomorrow or in the next few days, you're just going to take all of it down and leave us back to where we were? I'm tired of it. Like, us on the east side, we're tired of it. You, you got to accept it that one, magic's back, and two, there's going to be bad things that happen from it. And you got to deal with it rather than just let the immortals deal with it. They didn't do anything. It took random people coming from another town that got attacked from stuff. They came out and they helped. And then they won the race, too. Everyone's like uh, fist bumping at the same time right now. <laughs> if it's going to the he'd be like, "Yeah, get fucked." <laughs> you see, uh, you see the Baron holds up his hands to like silence some people, and he kind of stands up. You guys have met him the other day. You guys know he's a rather like brief, candid person, pretty gentle in regards, kind of polite. Um, you see, like the ultimate twinge in his face like he did not want to hear something about magic come up to him and you see for the first time in this guy's eyes like a sense of disdain for this little girl as you see he stands up slowly walks across the areas everyone kind of around falls silent and you see he gets up in front of her or on her edge of the table side of the table and he kind of kneels down to be lower at her height. Twig, listen. I want to thank you 
for your participation and successful piloting of your cart in the Winter Winds Festival and the cart race. I congratulate you. I really do. But I'd also advise you not to overstep. While I am here to listen to your speech, which is mostly people advertising, I'm also here to listen to your counsel. I'd remind you, I am the Baron and Lord of these lands. And while we serve under the sovereignty, we do not adhere to their explicit customs of law. And while this speech is granted to you by me, speaking down to your high lord, in some places can be interpreted as a threat, especially when trying to rouse crowds. In other townships, lords, maybe not me, might have individuals put to death for such statements. While I have enjoyed your counsel, I will heed the remainder of this time to others that would wish to speak. And you see Twig's like, but I... Twig, it is hard to lose a parent, yes. And it's probably harder to have another one of them not be around like yours. I get it. If you wanted to win the whole race just to talk to me, my doors have always been open for you and Crud. A public show... To give my stance on magic, that's crossing a line. I will have my personal guard see to a nightly watch on your east side. With any luck, if there's any more of that mind fog business, whatever disease it might have been, probably from the Northlands, can be at rest, just as well as your mother, hopefully at rest. And he kind of looks up from her into you all. See to it, she finds her way back to where she wants to stay. My doors have always been open for her. She turned it down the first time. They're still open. She doesn't have to live in a stable. I want you to know that. She made that choice, her and crud. But I have kept my doors open for her. I will have a messenger send your guys' reward. Regarding taking the check. Whoever gave you that big check, I don't know why they did that. He stands up and he, uh, see a couple of the council members have kind of approached the elven woman. Um, you guys remember being with him a few times from before. Walks up to him. Uh, and you see they start whispering as they, uh, walk off. Um, but you see it's kind of fell, it's fallen silent as you see Twig is kind of sitting there. She's like, got a very stern look on her face but you see she's got like a well of like a tear in her eye you did good kid that's a step in the right direction <sighs> why she you see she stands up and then she just runs away from the table uh-huh. they're still in the room so it's all outside but you oh. see he's walking back um uh, he's walking back having a quiet conversation. Um, as quiet as you want it to be, um, Veraldin. <laughs> Technically, because you like to listen in on those, if I remember correctly. I mean, I like listening <clears throat> in on things, yes. You can try. 
I will try. If any of you actually can, technically, it's not. It's quiet, but like. I'll try to listen. Yeah, you, you can do it. Oh, wow. That's probably not hitting it. I don't know what the bonus is, but I rolled 18. It's perception. Okay. Um, we're looking for a 16. So if you've beat that, then. I did not. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Plato, um, you shoot Bookie out. You pull Bookie out and just. <laughs> you pull a gun out, shoot Bookie. He flies over. He's like. It's like a t shirt can. You see Bookie goes under the table and starts floating along the bottom, and then he starts listening to the conversation for you. And then he's going to bring it back via uh, written in text so you okay. can just read it. Look at the transcript. Yeah, you get the transcript. Uh, I'll just read it. Uh, I'll just uh, like go off based on what they were going to say. Okay. And then you could just be reading that. Okay. Um, and it says the voices of people too. <laughs> uh, uh, you see, he just whispers off to uh, this elven woman's ear, and he's like, How is he, Asha? And then she replies back, Kel, even with the nectar of the ser, he grows worse now. I told you not to bring that stuff near him, gods. Have you damned us? He's my brother, Kel. And that's all you pick up. I'm going to pass the bookie around, just like uh, sharing my note to the class. Uh huh, yeah. No context of it, but something. <laughs> Some shit. Huh. Well, I'm going to follow Twig. You get down to... She's run, basically, to start crossing the ferry across the other side. You see she's paid... She swiped her card there, and he's taking her across. You're, like, watching the rope go. It's, like, eight feet. It's a solid jump. I'll jump it. Okay. Um, or at least an attempt. Did you want to say... I know you, he was whispering yeah. as you walked away, Boravik. Were you trying to do something? Yeah, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion mm-hmm. um, just across whatever the courtyard from me. So it's obviously not me talking. Mm-hmm. And yet also in a perfect rendition of my voice, I want to yell, wow, what a doucher. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he, he said, he's like, who said that? Who said that? It obviously wasn't me. <laughs> he looks back and he looks at you and he's like, guy who won. The guy who won. <sighs> frustrated he keeps walking i cast create bonfire under my feet and then run away (laughs) (laughs) take damage and run (laughs) nice veralden you see and at the same time ithquan uh you come out of the clearing do i of the forest oh no you do that's not good then no tracks of the oh you picked him up okay awesome yeah you picked him up in that case can I stop by and grab my book before I, uh... Yeah, yeah, you okay. could have definitely well, done like that on the way. way. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> definitely done that. You see a good amount of crimsons, we'll say marauders, is Perfect. what you would want to call it. I'm going to say there's about 35 of them. That's quite a big number. That is quite a big number. <laughs> As you see uh, coming out of the tree line, they have got, they have a, uh, a nice, uh, a nice ballista. Yes. They. Yes, and, and they do. Wheeling it right on along, aren't they? Yeah, they're wheeling it right on along to that. Well, it's actually not really wheeled anymore. It's already set up and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, right on next to Emrith. Hmm. 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 Don't talk. Wouldn't happen to be facing in the direction of Emrith, would it? They they might possibly be facing it. They're not facing you. In the other directions, they're not facing either, except for toward. They're facing north. Emrith. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be a little sneaky boy. You can be a little sneaky boy. I will. I will definitely say. It. And you can be as sneaky as you want. However, as long as you're being sneaky, 
it will it will take time for um however long you're being sneaky it will take time and they will be volleying some arrows in that amount of time you guys have basically just come out of the forest line or you have just come out of the forest line you see emrith's river flowing uh flowing through the town on the east side of the river south side of the town there is this group of marauders they are looking towards emrith you probably see about eight bowmen and two manning a ballista and you see they're pinning people within the town with their uh with their longbows and you see a big celebration going on within the town and a lot of people gathered around it watching everything you notice uh with this group of 35 marauders that you can denote are with the crimson you wouldn't be able to probably put a name on it uh but you definitely can tell by the regalia you can see uh one of the officers of the immortals along with about 10 other immortals you might not be able to piece together the face of deacon ebhart uh but he appears to be amongst these marauders from where you're at we will have to figure out what it is you are going to be doing. At the same time, there is a loosing of arrows in towards the town. And from that point, you could do whatever you want. We will see what happens with those arrows momentarily after you tell me what you want to do. So to clarify, we got, we got a grouping of eight archers and two men on the ballista. Yes, that's ten right a there. A grouping of 11 immortal guards. Yes. And then... 25 yeah. more marauders. Oh, and then 25 more marauders in addition to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, and they're just kind of like dispersed about? <clears throat> they're basically in a small... I'd, they're marauders. I'm not going to give them in a full formation, but they're yeah, just... within a running distance to the eastern side of town. Uh, as I charge in, I will uh, have the Doomwing, uh, as part of my battle cry, uh, bless me and cast divine favor on myself. Mm, um, okay. So I deal more damage with my weapon. Okay. Absolutely. We will get back to that. Yep. We Sergeant. will we will jump over uh, to Veralden. Yeah. You're jumping. Rolling acrobatics or athletics. It's athletics. It's jumping. There is a line that the that this ferry system travels across. So you could use your whip to try to help yourself. But I will say you can use acrobatics. Can, you said with it that. was eight feet? Yeah. He can make the jump fine. Oh, he can? It's a long jump. He can jump 12 feet. Okay, okay. All right. So... I'll take it, I guess. You can roll for style points. It won't. Yeah, it won't, yeah you can roll, roll for style, style points. points. Fourteen. All right. Plus uh, whatever you want to add to that. A fifteen. Yeah. Um, yeah. It it looks pretty freaking cool. What you do? What do you do? Um. Shit. <laughs> he shits. He shits. <laughs> no, I just hit the classic long jump, you know, and then I hit it and I into the roll, you know. Okay. Mm. Into the roll at the end. Into the roll onto the boat. Yeah. All right. As it like land on the boat into a roll. Into a nice tucked roll onto the boat. Yeah. It dips a lot, but oh, it's like it's a robo, right? Yeah. Well, it's not a robo. It's like oh, a it's, it's like it's a, a ferry. Big, it's a big yeah. ferry system, oh, so it's just okay. basically so a big flat like a wood piece. Yeah, that's what it's designed to. So you land, and you're not heavy enough to like tilt the whole thing, but yeah. you can definitely feel the movement. I'm no, you know, I don't know, big race. I'm no giant. Got him, <laughs> Goliath. Unlike this guy over here, yeah. <laughs> this you... mountain of a hill dwarf, if you will. <laughs> You jump and land onto the uh, uh, onto the platform. As you see in this moment, roll perception check for me. Oh yeah, perception. I'm great at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fifteen plus a three, I think. Yeah, yeah. You see a barrage of arrows flying in on the town. Um, as are, well, are we in that 
considerable area of yes yes okay you I'm... are within that considerable area all right um seeing this i'm going to react by throwing my cloak over and grabbing twig and doing the bullet shield thing <laughs> <laughs> i will allow you to roll against the attack roll what do you mean by that well you're trying to do a bullet shield thing throw yourself in front of it yeah yeah like on over because i assume they're coming down yeah like right put twig under me basically yeah 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 yeah. 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 i'm basically i'm just i'm Still having a roll me. to react faster than ah, i get you i get you yeah go ahead and give me a dexterity s- initiative i'm just gonna have a yeah roll an initiative yeah would have preferred the dexterity saving throw <laughs> sorry your player your other player helped you out uh, uh. Thinking like reaction to combat initiative. Yeah, makes sense. What? I got an eight. Um, you're with Twig, right? Yeah. I have an inspiration. Is that oh, his hey. inspiration? That's my inspiration. Oh, it's your inspiration. Okay. All right. You know, roll, roll the cursed die again. Because I love you, Chris. Oh God, you cursed him. I got a one. Wow. Oh my God. Well, Twig's dead. <laughs> oh, it was better than an eight. Uh, you get fast enough, just enough to throw your cloak, but you see an arrow whoop, goes right through it. <gasps> And uh, you get your body right in front of it, and you see the arrow has already hit her. Oh, no. God damn it. That's where we're going to call the session. Oh, no, no. you fucker. (laughs) (laughs) That session, right? (laughs) That's where we're going to call the session. I'm never coming back. (laughs) Because we do two sessions a day. It begins. Oh, Oh, yeah. We're just doing one today. I forgot to tell you. I was like, oh, cool. We still have an hour and a half. That's awesome. You lure them in with the funny cart racing, then you shoot a child, Jimmy. <laughs> um, the funny cart racing. <laughs> it's a funny <laughs> do wacky racers car race. Yeah, yeah. Guys, so let me do an outro real quick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here, I'll do it. You want to do it? Are you going to be sad doing it? I'm going to be a very sad boy. Thank you for listening to Goon Quest. You enjoyed this show and want to hear more of it. Please feel free to leave us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Not only does this help others find the show, but it also helps us feel good about ourselves. Our opening music is by Suma Studios and Alexander Nakarada. Cover art by KC May. Outro music by Alexander Nakarada. Audio editing by Jimmy May. Our Instagram can be found at goon.quest. If you would like to provide names of NPCs or have ideas for magic items, you can submit suggestions at goonquest at outlook.com. Thank you. Last minute thing, since we're all standing here talking about it, I will change this. I'll change the thing of our closing thing. But the Instagram, you can post on our Instagram. You can go to a Google form is where you can actually fill out a NPC or magic item name. And I will use them at some point when the situation comes up. Uh, I have to have more versatility. I I only have like two right now. I'm really happy those coupons don't expire in one day. (laughs) I was going to have so much depression. What did you want? Plate mail. Oh, he. You said they have everything in the, the player's handbook. For every member not of the party. You said they was... have everything at the. <laughs> Don't do this to me. I can't I'm afford sorry. it. No, I can't afford it anyways. Powers. Don't do this to me. Uh, I have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. It's weird that it happened twice. <sighs> weird that it happened twice. 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 Portal.